the many blessings the Lord has given us. Uh, be much in prayer for each one on the prayer request list where Mike has his surgery on the 6th of November and I've been thinking of an upcoming appointment but they say surgery. Uh, Sister Rhonda Collins, uh, remember her and the family, keep praying for them. Uh, lifting them up. Sister Donna Faye, uh, Sister Donna Arnold, Sister Mary Real, uh, Raymond Humphreys, Keith um, has kidney stones, apparently of both kidneys, so remember him. Uh, Brandon, uh, Billy Ep Epigrove, I believe. Um, Brother Roy Campbell, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne, and she is in uh, uh, Baptist Health in Little Rock. Uh, they have to do a uh, her heart valve. And then also her knee. Uh, I'm going to try to do both at the, not at the same time, but while she's there. Um, so do remember her in your prayers, Brother Bill, Brother Jerry, and Sister Joanne. Uh, Sister Joanne, uh, I've been giving her some problems, so remember her, Brother Danny Smith, uh, his shoulders, his cousin Alex. Uh, remember Darren in your prayers, lifting him up. Brother Johnny, Sister Sandy. Justin Kinser and Sister Eva Dodd, uh, Sister Rose, Todd, and family, Sister Gail, uh, great great nephew, Sister Lisa Buckner. Um, and I seen a post the other day, she still was trying to sell their uh, Brother Chuck's rig, so please pray that that would sell. Uh, Brother Don Denson, and then the son in law Lonnie London, uh, Sister Dean. Sister Barbara's neighbor, Doyle, uh, and then uh, Sister Jean's shoulder, Tammy Loman, uh, and Brother Mike Hoggard, their church. Uh, they've got some members that have been under the weather. Then they've had one who uh, had to have heart surgery, and uh, they were not uh, having. They were having some issues there. Uh, so remember that Sister Barbara's MRI. Uh, Sister Kenya, David Crawford, uh, Jenny, Lisa, uh, Rodney Burl, Burl Mike, the Micah family, and then also remember Lynetta. Uh, she's got some upcoming doctor's appointments. Uh, hopefully we can find out what's been uh, bothering her bladder we can get that taken care of too. So I uh, appreciate all your prayers for all of these. And we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Then we'll get into our study this evening. Father, we thank you. And we love you, Lord. We're thankful to be able to gather, dear God, to, and, and to share your word, precious Lord. Father, we pray that you forgive us our sins and failures and help us, Lord, to uh, do better. Lord, to be more of what you'd have us to be, precious God. Father, we pray that you just anoint and touch, Lord, each life, each heart, and each home. God, touch these needs according to your will, your plan, and your purpose. And we ask you, Father, tonight that you would just uh, give us the strength we need uh, to carry out the tasks that you have us to do. And Lord, we pray tonight for those that are lost. Pray their hearts would be convicted, dear God, that they would accept you, Lord. Pray for our country, dear God, and the leaders, Lord. 
Father, just ask you tonight, Father, too, to help us through the study. Dear God, without it, uh, your help, Lord, it will not accomplish what needs to be. And dear God, will not be successful in delivering. So we pray, Father, tonight, uh, just have your way there. And we thank you, Lord, and we'll give you glory for it, Father, in Jesus' precious name. And amen. Amen. If you've got your Bibles, we're starting off in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 34. Uh, as usual, we're going to read a lot. Uh, there's seven passages, uh, only uh, one, maybe two of them that we're not going to read uh, more scriptures around them in. Uh, but we're talking about the Lord is good. It's found seven times uh, in your Bible. And I keep saying that in Psalms chapter 10, this verse is found, but it's actually in Psalms chapter 34, uh, where we find uh, the, the verse that says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. But we're not going to start there. We're going to start back in verse 1, because here's again where we look at these things. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Uh, our boasting should be in God. And we should praise the Lord at all times. We should be a blessing to Him. It says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Uh, we should join together in lifting up the name of the Lord. Uh, it says, And let us extol His name together. Uh, so, or exalt rather. Uh, so again, when we're when we're together, we ought to be magnifying God. We ought to be exalting God, uh, praising Him, uh, again worshiping Him. Uh, I know that we gather together and you know see all kinds of things on Facebook of what a church should be, uh, but a church uh, should be the body of Christ, and we should be uh, ready to serve Him and worship Him. Uh, we should be ready that if somebody walks in the street lost, that they'll feel His presence there and know that He can save them. Uh, if they come in there with a need, they'll know that His presence is there and He can meet that need. Uh, you know, when we go to church, uh, we ought to be willing to, to pray and to worship. Uh, so we looked at He said, I sought the Lord and He heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. Uh, the other night, uh, Mariah was asking me a question or saying something, and I said, pray. And she said, I know. I said, well, pray. And I just kept saying, pray, pray, pray. And it's true. We've got to pray. Uh, and, and when we're in places we don't understand or we're in situations we fear, we ought to pray. And I know that's easier said sometimes than done. And sometimes we'll say we're praying, but but we're still suffering from whatever it is. Uh, but the truth is, God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. That's that's who God is. And we need to just pray and, and try to focus ourselves towards Him uh, when we find ourselves in a place of fear or question. He said, They looked unto Him and were lightened, uh, and their faces were not ashamed. Uh, it's one of those things God changes the countenance of a man because God changes the man. Uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
old things are passed away and behold all things are made new that's that's the work that god does uh, and so we're thankful for that the poor man cried and the lord heard him uh, i would just say this uh, you don't have to be rich to be heard you don't have to be poor to be heard but the truth of the matter is this, is if they realize our spiritual condition, we'll understand how poor we are a lot of times, and we'll cry out to the Lord, and the Lord will hear us. Uh, he's waiting to hear from us, and, and, and I'm thankful tonight uh, that God doesn't look at classifications as far as what people do, but rather looks at the heart and understands, you know, he, he created us, so he understands us better than any other. But he said he heard him and saved him, out of all of his troubles. Uh, one of these days deliverance is coming. It says the angel of the Lord uh, encampeth round about them that fear him. I, I love that. Uh, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Uh, if we would do more fearing of God, we'd have a greater army around us than we could ever raise ourselves. Uh, if you think back to the children of Israel, uh, you know, every time that they went into battle, uh, when they were serving God, uh, they, they, they always come out victors. Uh, there's a lot of times they never even had to raise a sword and, and God would get them the victory. They're, they're, God would go in before and would work and, and, and uh, he would set in their hearts and their hearts would be fearful. Uh, we, we read the stories. We see them in the Bible. And so, you know, for you and I tonight, um, if we would fear God uh, and serve Him and love Him and be be just true. The angels of God are camping around about us. So He said, "The angels of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear Him and deliver them." The angels do that, not not you and not I, but the angels uh, do that. I, I think of that story I've shared many times with the missionary, who the people told him that they had to get out. And that if they weren't out uh, by nightfall or whatever it was, that they were going to come in there and they were going to kill them. And uh, the, the missionary prayed and his family prayed and they really believed that they should stay there. And uh, they, 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 they come the next morning uh, to the house and uh, they come and they were in peace, uh, come to talk to the missionary. And uh, the, the missionary said, uh, why, why did you not come last night? He said, that, you know, that they did. And the, the, the enemy wanted to know who all those folks was uh, there surrounding the missionary's house, uh, protecting him through the night. And there was the angels of God because the angels of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and deliver them. And it was the angels of God. And I'm telling you, no man is greater than any man, angel of God. And then he says in verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth uh, in him. Uh, we, we, we can see that the Lord is good. Remember, he said, Try me and prove me and see if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out such a blessing as you're not able to receive it. I used to say contain, but the word, uh, the scripture says receive. When you, when you get it right, it, it's something special there, but uh, receive it. It's not. There's not even enough for us to receive the blessings that God would give us. And if we taste and see that the Lord is good, the Bible says, "Blessed is the man that trusts in Him." Uh, so when we see that God is good and we put our faith and our trust in Him, we'll be blessed. And I can honestly tell you tonight, church, I'm blessed beyond measure. I'm blessed beyond means, and it is. Not, not what everybody else might think, but I'm just thankful tonight who God is to me, who God is to my wife, my kids, 
and you know who he is to our church uh, and he can be more uh, we've got to let him be more and we've got to seek him to be more uh, and, and when, when it just it just changes us uh, if we will do that verse 9 says oh fear the Lord ye, ha- ye his saints talking again to you and I uh, to fear for there is no want to them that fear him uh, and I'm telling you what it's true over and over again uh, you know we, we've got to put our faith and our trust in the Lord and, and just seek him out uh, remember Psalms 23 the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want uh, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters those are representation of comfort food uh, nourishment everything in there God, God takes care of all of that and that's what he just said there over here the Lord ye saints for there is no want to them that fear him and we've uh, got to fear him why because he is uh, good the Lord is uh, good if you got go on over then to Psalms 100 five verses here we're going to read all of them starting uh, in verse 1 it says make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands uh, doesn't matter where you're living uh, you can make a joyful noise I know I know that uh, we get a sermon audio report uh, that says that uh, we reach different countries sometimes 12 sometimes 11 or 14 or whatever it is uh, but I just tell you wherever you're at tonight or whenever you hear this no matter what country you're in uh, you can make a joyful noise unto the Lord and you should uh, because he is uh, good. Uh, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, if we get a new joy in our heart in serving God, it would make a difference. Absolutely, I believe so. Uh, we would come before his presence uh, with singing. I'm so thankful every day that the Lord gives me a song to sing. And I've had times where uh, I was troubled by a song that wasn't of God. And I'd ask God to remove that song and put one in me. And he does, and I'm so thankful for that. It says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Uh, no two ways about it. Uh, it is he that hath made us, and not ourse- not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And I think we ought to really uh, focus on that, uh, that he's God, and he's the creator. He's the one who's made us. We haven't made ourselves. Uh, as Matthew says, which of you could take a thought and add a cubit to your statue or make a hair grow on your head? Uh, you can't do that, and I can't do that. Uh, I guarantee you, if we could, uh, there probably wouldn't be very many people bald, and there'd be a lot of tall people, not very many short people, um, because everybody be trying to do something uh, to make themselves better or improve what they think there is. But see, God has made us. Uh, in his image and his likeness, God has formed us to be who we are. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I battle, I'll be honest with you, uh, but we got to accept that. And, and if we'll accept that, we'll be better off uh, because we are his creation. He's made us. We are not our, not we ourselves. And if you're a child of God, you belong to him, uh, not to yourself. He said, enter enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. I've used this a passage several times over the last several weeks. Uh, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Uh, that That's something right there, coming in, thanking God and praising his name. Uh, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all 
generations. Uh, that is a fact that we can hold up and stand on and hang our hat on, however you want to look at it. Uh, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Uh, and his truth endureth to all generations. Uh, uh, there's not going to be anybody go to hell without the uh, without the opportunity to have been saved. Uh, and God works that better than you and I could ever do it. Uh, Psalms 135. 135. I'm going a little faster than I thought I would tonight. Backing up to verse 1 again. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise him. All you saints of the Lord. And and I, I did this the other evening. Uh, and I'm just telling you, you read that verse right there. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise him, uh, all you saints. Ye that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises unto his name, for it is pleasant. For the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself and Israel to him, to Israel for a peculiar treasure. And that's what we was preaching on the other evening, uh, the peculiar treasure that you and I are to God. Uh, but look at how many times there it says to praise the Lord and to praise and to stand in the house of the Lord in the courts of the house of God, praising him. Uh, and then in verse three, the Lord is good uh, for the Lord hath chosen. Then you go on down for I know what the Lord, I, for I know that the Lord is great. Uh, we read this one. Uh, the, excuse me uh, last week uh, for the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods whatsoever the Lord pleases that he that he did in heaven and in earth and the seas and the deep places he causes the vapors to ascend uh, and to the ends of the earth he maketh lightning and rain and bringeth forth wind out of his treasuries uh, God is done this and it goes on to list many other things there uh, but we got to praise the Lord for the Lord is good and we got to praise the Lord for the Lord is great and we praise him because he made us he formed us he fashioned us and then also he chose us uh, to be uh, his people and, and the Bible says a peculiar people uh, a peculiar treasure is what God wants you and I to be and I went through that one a little fast because we've been into there three different times. But now we'll go to 145. Uh, 145. Again, verse 1. He said, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Uh, you know, if you think about this, uh, we're going to lift him up. We're going to put him in the place he belongs to be in because God is God. And he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the creator of all things. Uh, he is the everlasting, the everlasting. Uh, he changeth not. Uh, he is the word. He is our breath. He's our life. Um, but we will find that in the end, he is also going to be our judge. And he's a righteous judge. Uh, so he says, every day will I bless thee. And I will praise thy name forever and ever. So we said he will extol him. Uh, oh, oh my God, and I will bless thy name forever, ever. He said, and then he says, every day, every day, I will bless thee and I will praise thy name forever and ever. He's going to bless his name forever and ever. He's going to praise his name forever and ever. He's going to do this every day. 
And I will just say this, we have bad days, but every day with God is a good day, right? Uh, even our bad days are good days with God. And I would rather have a bad day with God on my side as to have a bad day without God or a good day without God. I'll just be honest with you. Uh, God, God takes rough patches and makes them smoother. God takes hard things and makes them softer. Um, God takes big things and makes them smaller. And God can take small things and make them bigger too. I'll be honest with you. Uh, some people say, well, that's not very big. Well, look at it this way. God gave it to you. The world can't take it from you. Uh, that's a big thing right there. Uh, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. Uh, you and I couldn't find the ends or the beginnings of the greatness of God. And then he says this, and I've, and I've used this passage and I've preached this before. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. And that's one of the things that we find today that, that's missing a lot of times is the passing of the greatness and the holiness of God from one generation to another. And matter of fact, we, we've stopped talking so much about that and started talking more about how we should feel and how we should uh, get things or whatever. And a lot of churches are preaching about how that God owes you stuff. And I'm here to tell you, God don't owe me a thing, uh, but I owe God everything. Um, and, and it's just amazing to me today to realize uh, that in the generation that we're living in, uh, how people just, uh, God is just a, I, I don't know, a byword, and, and, and uh, he's, he's not really real to them, and their hearts are not really belong to him. Um, and, and you see that in every day. Uh, you can meet people, and they'll talk about God, and uh, some are genuine and some are not. Uh, some, some probably would like to be, but can't be for whatever reason. They just won't let God uh, have full control of their lives or their hearts. Uh, but God should be praised and he should be passed from generation to generation. It should be something that we do. We shouldn't be getting uh, to where we talk less about God. We should be getting to where we talk more about God. We shouldn't be getting to where we praise him less. We should praise him more. Uh, we should exhort one another more in the things of God. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, the, the, there's a lot of things there that we should be doing so that this generation that we're living in today understands and knows the greatness of God, who he is, what he's done, what he's capable of doing, what he will do if we will turn to him. And all of this is based upon the fact that the Lord's good. And, and, and you know, uh, he, he's just awesome. Uh, there's just no, no ending to that. He said, I will speak of the glorious, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. We, we just got to tell people. He said, a man shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. You know, the things that I think about today is a lot of the songs that were written and we have in our songs books was written because of the greatness of God, the acts that God did, uh, the things that God got people through and not necessarily unscathed at times but many times it come out of the very sorrows and tribulations that they went through uh, that they wrote songs of praise and glory unto God uh, they, they wanted to lift him up because they realized that without him they couldn't have got through what they was going through 
and, and it was God that done it. And some people, even in the terrible things that were happening in their lives, uh, that's when they turned to God because they realized that they could not survive and not get through uh, the things that they were facing uh, if they did not have God. And they finally uh, gave over to Him and accepted Him, and He delivered them. And they wrote uh, a great and wonderful songs that we sing today. Uh, so we're thankful for that. He said, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. Uh, just think about this. The Lord's gracious. Uh, he don't have to be. He is. He gave His only begotten Son. He gave us life. He gave us breath. He allows us to live despite our own actions and deeds and our behavior towards Him. Uh, he's, he's gracious. And, uh, you know, He blesses us abundantly above all that we ask or think. He, he's able uh, to uh, be more than we could even comprehend. Uh, full of compassion. It, it's, you know, we, we talk about it. It's no, it, it, if God was not full of compassion and mercy, uh, we would be dead. Uh, a long time ago, this world would not be existing. You think about it, He destroyed the first. Uh, he could have destroyed it again anytime He wanted to. Uh, he made a promise He wouldn't do it with uh, water uh, a, a second time, but He's got the ability to do it any way He wants to. Uh, and there's going to come a time when God's going to pour out His wrath and His judgment. He will uh, call it to an end. But His mercy and His grace right now is... Uh, free for all of those who would accept it uh, and for those of us who choose to accept it and walk in it uh, it's everlasting there it never changes uh, so God is great in mercy he said the Lord is good to all look at that the Lord is good to all we talked about how that God is the Lord is good and that he's good but he's also good to us uh, to you and I the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works and remember you and I are his works it's not just the heavens and the earth it's not just the stars and the sky and the moon and the sun it's not just the rivers that flow the birds that sing he created you and I and when you look at that his mercies are over all his works this is the mercies of God all his works shall praise thee and I'm going to tell you this uh, we, we, we think well that ain't happening today uh, well, the animals, I believe, praise God in the way that God has created them to praise God. Every one of them do it. But remember what the Bible says. Uh, there's coming a day when every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's coming a day that everybody will praise the Lord. Uh, all His works going to praise Him. Uh, and there are many people uh, who've died and gone on to be uh, with the Lord who, who praise Him day and night now. There's many people who died and went to hell and wish they could praise God. Uh, but every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. There's coming a time when every created work of God uh, is going to praise Him. Uh, so He says, All the works shall praise Thee, O Lord, and Thy saints shall bless Thee. Uh, so again, you and I as the children of God, having received Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for our sins, uh, having our since washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ, having the Holy Ghost uh, abiding in us. You can't live a godly life without the Holy Ghost. I'm just telling you right now, the day you get saved, you get the Holy Ghost. And it doesn't mean you speak in tongues. It means that you get the comforter of God to abide with you and to tell you the things of the Word of God, 
to reveal to you, to encourage you and strengthen you as you're going through life. Uh, and this, that's what God does for you and I. Uh, says, they shall speak of thy glory, of thy kingdom, and talk of thy power. Uh, you know, we, we as God's children uh, ought to just let people know exactly how big God really is and how wonderful, how majestic God truly is. Uh, and, and not hide it, not be afraid of it, don't be scared of it, uh, but just let it be real and honest uh, so that people can understand and comprehend uh, the majesty and the love of God, that God is good and God is good to us. Uh, as the scripture said, the Lord is good and the Lord is good to us. Uh, the next place, again, I said I wasn't going to read all of them. Jeremiah 33 verse 11 says this, the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, praise the Lord of hosts for the Lord is good. Now just think about this, praising God for his good, uh, for his mercy endureth forever and of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause a return of captivity of the land as of the first, saith the Lord. I don't want to go into captivity. I want to be one that praises God and praises Him with the voice of joy, with the voice of gladness, with the voice of the bridegroom, with the voice of the bride, with the voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts, uh, for the Lord is good, for His mercy endureth forever and of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Uh, we, we need to bring the sacrifice of praise uh, into the house of the Lord. And then the next place that we do have that we want to get to, this will be the last one uh, probably that we will read uh, into this as some extra verses, is over in the book of Lamentations. Uh, Lamentations. Solomon, he had everything, and then he got more, and he allowed the enemy, the devil, to creep into his house. He allowed his wives to bring their gods into his house, and, to, and, he, and, and even started building houses for their gods, their false idols. And then he, he writes that all is vanity, He's uh, basically, you might say, he comes to the, his wit's end and realizes what he's done and how he's treated God and everything that he gained was vain. Uh, without God, nothing was worth having and nothing existed. If you go back this, and then I, I reused this one not very long ago, uh, he said this in verse chapter 3 starting in verse 18 he said and I said my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord remembering my afflictions and my misery the wormwood and the gale my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me this I call to mind therefore have I hope it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, but his compassion fell not. Just think about this for a second. Everything that's gone on, everything that's happened, 
I don't care where you are tonight. I don't care who you are tonight. I don't care what you've done tonight. God is still able to save you. God is still able to bring you back into fellowship. God is not limited by the thoughts that you and I have uh, in our abilities, thinking we can't do something or something can't be done. Uh, God can do this. And so I would just encourage you tonight, if you feel like uh, you're without hope, just to fall on your face before God and call on Him because you're not. Uh, if God allows you to hear this, God's obviously wanting to do something in your life uh, if you're in that condition. And for you and I as children of God, uh, we, we are being challenged to praise the Lord and to remember His goodness and His goodness to, to us, rather, and that He's good. Uh, as I said, He's good. We say, well, Brother Arnie, that's really... Let me tell you, the Bible says there's none good but one, and that is God. The word good in the Bible means a lot more than you and I could comprehend in a lot of ways. So he said this, going on, So this I recall of my hope, or of my mind, therefore have I hope. It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassion fell not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I, I'm, God is far more faithful to me than I've ever been to Him. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. Remember, we talked about the Lord is good. And now, again, here's another verse testifying of the Lord is good to you and I, uh, to those that fear Him, to those that love Him, to those that seek Him, to those that wait on Him. The Lord is good uh, unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. Remember Matthew, Seek and ye shall find, ask and it shall be opened, or seek... Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, and knock and it shall be opened unto you. God desires to be with you and I. God desires to bless you and I. Uh, it's our, uh, we've, we've just got to be willing to receive and to let the Lord do these things. Uh, it's, it's the way He is. So the Lord is uh, a good unto them that wait for Him. It is good for a man that he should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke of his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silent because he hath borne it upon him. And, you know, uh, just thinking about this, taking time to meditate on the things that God has done for us, but also this, uh, I don't put my hand to the plow and look back and wish that I could go backwards, but sometimes I, I think about where God brought me from and where I am today. I had the opportunity the other day I was around some folks and they was talking about something and uh, they made a comment about uh, they go get me a, a beer and I could sit down with them and I told them, I don't know if that doesn't happen that way. And uh, they said, no. And I, I told them, I, they was talking about things. And I was, anyways, I said, I can remember the last time I, I was drinking and, and was drunk. And, and, and I remember that day. Uh, I remember... Uh, just vividness of it, but but the date is the date that sticks in my mind when God uh, told me that He didn't have uh, he, he had a better plan for me in life, and the things that I was doing was not what He had a plan for me. And I gave up drinking. I quit drinking then. And then it was I wish I'd say I got saved then, but it was a few years later when I got saved. And not only did 
uh, to give up, but God at that time took away even the desire or the thought or the temptation of going in and getting a drink. And I thank God for that. See, that's what God can do, church. Uh, we was talking about it the other evening, me and the wife, and uh, Ned and I was driving down the road, and I was, I, I was, there was a sign that said something about fighting addictions. And, uh, and I, I said, you know, it's amazing to me that they call uh, alcohol, drinking alcohol, an addiction, an addiction, but then on the same hand, it's a disease. Uh, a disease is something you get that that's, it, it, you can't control that. Addictions are something that you develop. And I'm just here to tell you, uh, God can break addictions and God can deliver you from addictions and God can take addictions out of you so that you no longer have any desire of that uh, any longer. And, and that's I believe that with all my heart that God can do that because that's exactly what God did to me. And I'm thankful for that, that God does not fail uh, the way we fail. So we, we, we should lift him up. He's good if we wait on him. Uh, the next place that we would find this is in the book of Nahum. I'll read this verse of scripture and we'll pray uh, in just a second there. But it said, the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. He knoweth them that trust in him church i'm going to tell you something you and i can't play games with god god knows the facts god knows the hearts that believe in him god knows the ones that trust in him uh, he understands our frailty therefore he gives us the scriptures he gives us the holy spirit so that we should overcome the flesh instead of the flesh overcoming us uh, when we commit sin, uh, we shouldn't call it mistakes a lot of times. A mistake is if I turn the wrong direction. A mistake is if I uh, picked up the wrong color of a pen. If you wanted a blue and I got you a light blue or a green or whatever it is, those are mistakes. You know, you cut, you cut your board too short. You made a mistake. But when it comes to sin, sins are not mistakes. They are sin. They are the things that separate us from God. And God knows our hearts, so we can't say, well, you know, it's just, I just make a lot of mistakes. Uh, let's be honest about it. We make a lot of sins, and God is the only one who can save us from our sins, forgive us of our sins, and deliver us from sin. And so the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. Uh, we, we would say, you know, you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot, hold on tight. Well, God is a stronghold. That means in God, there's strength. In God, uh, there, there's protection. Uh, in God, there's ability. Uh, he's a stronghold. Uh, if you go hold up in some place, uh, you're, you're, you're hold up there, you're probably trying to get protection from something. Um uh, well, that's God. He's a stronghold. Uh, so he's good, and he's a stronghold in the day of trouble. Uh, I want to find that in the day of trouble that God is my strength and my fortress, my refuge. He's my stronghold. He's my strong tower. Uh, he's my rock. He's my shield. He's my forward. He, uh, he's my rearward. I mean, everything, right? And he says, and he knoweth them that trust in him. He knows the truth. So you and I should be 
honest with ourselves uh, because when we stand before God, he's going to be purely honest with us. Father, tonight we thank you, Lord, and we love you. Dear God, we praise you for your many blessings, and we thank you, Lord, for the ability to stand tonight again, dear God, to deliver, Lord, the word that you've given us. Uh, thanking you, Father, Lord, for superseding, uh, Father, our uh, thoughts and, and what we, we would even try to think of sometimes, dear God. Uh, Lord, for carrying us beyond, uh, Lord God, our studies even. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for helping us, dear God, to, to have more uh, because you've given more. Uh, Lord, in the things of the word that you've given us, dear God, of the Spirit, Lord. Father, we ask you tonight, just touch every heart, every soul. Keep us safe and in your hands. Protect us, dear God. Bring us back together again at the next appointed time safely. And we'll praise you. We'll thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. And amen. And amen. God bless you. We love you. And hope to see you again at the next appointed time.